Hey, it's Todd Duncan. Welcome to High Trust Today, the podcast. I'm on a quest to help people win in business and in life. To do that, I know they must trust themselves, their relationships, their business, and they most certainly must trust their future. When you do that, you set in motion a universe of possibilities, and that journey begins right now. Who's doing video marketing? Raise your hands really high. No way. Okay, my personal email is tf at yourcoach.com. Send me your video. I think you're lying. I'm serious. I think you're lying. I say to them, hey, who's doing video? And I always see like nine hands. No, I don't mean like you did a video. I mean like every lead that comes in, you do this. Hey, it's Tom Ferry with ABC Mortgage. Thank you so much for visiting my website or reaching out to Deb, my realtor partner. Here at ABC Mortgage, we pride ourselves on ABC123. So whether we are able to assist you in your dreams and your blah, 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 now or in the future, know that I'm always here for you. And the best way to reach me is 555-1212 on every lead that comes in. You do something like that. That's video marketing. You guys with me on this? Video marketing is not posting a video on your, you know, on your blog that no one goes to and it ends up with nine views. Oh no, I've got a way to hide the fact that no one can see that no one watches my videos. <laughs> That's worse. You with me? Look up here, guys. This is the game, yes or no? Micro content, right? Four minutes, too long. Two minutes, too long. 30 seconds, awesome, right? Big shout out to everybody, okay. Personal video, unbelievable. Hey, thanks so much for coming into my office. It was fantastic to sit down with you and your family and talk about purchasing a home and what that means. And you know, while we were going through that application process, I was really thinking to myself, it's gonna be so much fun to watch you two grow up inside this new house. And though it may not be the dream home today, you've started the journey. And I just want you to know I'm so proud of you. So congratulations, and I look forward to helping you on the financing arm. And if I got that video from you, what do you think I would do as a first time home buyer? I'd be like, screw my bank. They don't even know my name. And yet I'm talking to you and you send me this little personal video you don't think they're going to send that video to 10 of their friends, if not 100, if not post it on Facebook and go, this gal is insanely great. That's video marketing. You guys with me on this? How do you deliver that? Hi, it's Tom Ferry. Text. Hey, it's Tom Ferry. Email. Hey, watch my phone. So <laughs> I've actually done that. I've actually done that. What you don't do, because I did this, is burn them to DVDs and send them to people. Because people are like, what's a DVD? Can I get that on Netflix? Does that make sense? So again, I mean, I get kind of into this whole internet marketing thing, so I've got to be somewhat mindful of time. Um, um, by the way, BombBomb, yes? You guys all know BombBomb? Okay, I have loved BombBomb since the day they started. I'm still angry that I didn't invest in them. Like, I'm pissed. I'm just, I'm angry actually thinking about it. That's a really, really good, it's video email solution, but you send them the video, you know if they opened it, you know how long they watched it, you know if they forwarded it to their friends. Whatever they're charging you, give them all the money. Don't be cheap. Do the super expensive one. Does that make sense? You're from Colorado Springs, you know them. I love that, congratulations. Looking forward to, it's like snowboarding season soon, like which could be next week for you guys, right? Um, by the way, you know which other one I love, guys? Check out umail.com. How many of you are umail users? Raise your hands really high. Oh, okay, so let's, this is a good example of, of technology and pushing the envelope. Todd calls my phone and it says this. Hey, Todd, thanks for calling. Tom is currently unavailable, 
please leave a message. Your voicemail is being transcribed by email. And yesterday, the chief revenue officer of a little company called Zillow calls me and says, that was the coolest voicemail I've ever heard. Tell me about that company. What's it all about? Umail. You know what it does? It makes voicemail like actually consumer-centric. Instead of just, hey, uh, I'm too busy to answer the phone, it actually says, Todd. And you could actually record private messages and go, what's happening, Todd? Right? You could do that kind of stuff too, which is really fun. And people get those and they freak out. Does that make sense? Because it's personal. Seth Godin said, stop emailing, start me-mailing. It's all got to be personal. It's all got to have context. So just consider that. You guys are all on Seth Godin's blog, right? Seth Godin's blog. Write that one down. Seth, how do you spell that? Google it, spell it wrong. It'll say, did you mean, and it's that guy. Seth Godin, brilliant, brilliant marketer. Very, 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 very smart guy. Texting marketing. How many of you are using text messages right now in your marketing efforts? How many of you figured out this, that you can call an agent 10 times and they never answer, then you send them a text and they go, who are you, what's up? Because that's the game today, right? You know it with your own borrowers. You're like, hey, just want to let you know, you know, everything's ready to go and I need you to come in the office and sign some docs and, and they don't respond. Then you send them a text and they're like, hey, what's up? How's the loan going? So what do you do? You call them and they don't answer. Then they text you back. Hey, did you just call me? Why are you calling me? What's up? Right or wrong, guys? Right or wrong? So, so why not think about this? Ready? Write this one down because it won't be in the notes. D did you talk like Dream 50? Dream 50 clients? Oh, okay. So, okay. All right. So, so you're going to get this idea, and it's a brilliant idea, right? So Todd's going Todd's to bedazzle you on this. And that is you should have 50 people that are on your dream list. I want to have these 50 builders, these 50 agents, these 50 teams, these 50 companies, whatever it is. And you're going to create this Dream 50 list. The killer today is to have context with those people, go to their Facebook page, watch a couple things that they're posting, and then go, hey, Todd Duncan, Tom Ferry, I, I, I'm not being a total stalker, but I saw on Facebook, you guys were just at the Montage. That is absolutely one of my favorite restaurants on the planet. Since you and Deb clearly like it a lot, I'd love to buy you a drink or buy you lunch or meet you for a cup of coffee at the Montage on me just to talk about little videos. Does that make sense? Now, it used to be people would go, you're a stalker. Right or wrong, guys? Because when I started doing that early on Facebook, people were like, dude, you're a freak. <laughs> I just posted that, and you're already on it. I'm like, sorry, you're on my Dream 50 list, and you're super important to me. So yes, I'm watching you all the time. Now you say that, and they go, oh, we like my photos. Here's my Instagram page, too. Check that out. It's totally different. You with me? We, we've gotten over the stalker thing. I know there's one agent in Iowa that hasn't, but everyone else has. So really think about that. Text marketing, super cool. Now, arguably the most important slide I'm going to show you. Let me give you the real estate industry in one slide. Time and money spent on lead generation on the left. You've got essentially, ready? Time and money spent here. And then you've got the unbeliever, the dabbler, the interested, and then the committed. And it's very simple. The people that are committed to their real estate business spend more time and more money on lead generation. And by the way, does the same rule apply to all of us? What do you guys think? Yes, same rule applies to us, right? You show me your level of commitment based on the time and money you spend on marketing and lead generation to attract as many people as possible so you can start saying no to the people you don't want to work with. You with me on this? That's why we do it. But here's the real deal, you ready? 80% of the real estate agents, right? Um, unbelievers, dabblers, right? Don't spend a lot of time, don't spend a lot of money. The top 20%, the only thing you should be talking to them about 
is how you can help them convert. That's the only thing that matters to a good agent. Can you help me convert? Can you call some of my buyers and tell me why Todd Duncan's the best real estate agent on the planet? I'm on the phone, I'm with him, we're talking, and I'm in Denver, and he's like, we ask every loan officer, ask these five questions, I'm like, that could be the best coaching advice I've ever heard in my life when it comes to the real estate mortgage connection. So love that you're gonna do that. All that does, Todd, is speak to this. That's all it does. Exactly. I'm gonna help you convert at a higher level, and for that, you're gonna beg me to start calling more people to help you do more business, and I'm gonna do way more loans. Now, so, okay, I wanted to get into this, and I gotta be mindful of time. They use leverage. They use leverage. Hey, Todd, I'm about to show them uh, the stuff that my coaching clients are paying 12,000 bucks for, so I'm gonna send all these slides to you, and you can decide how you want to use them. Perfect. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, so watch this. That's the, that's the 2014 job description of a real estate agent that wants to sell 18 homes a year. This is everything that needs to take place in their business. When we do seminars all over the country and all over the world and I show this slide, agents will literally walk up to me and say, I can leave right now because for the first time in my real estate career, someone actually broke down, here's everything that needs to happen in my business. Is that powerful, yes or no? But then I have agents walk up and say, but I've got an assistant. And I say, okay, great. Here's everything an assistant can do for you inside your business. And by the way, do you think if you sat down with an agent who's clearly ambitious, is dreaming big, they desire growth, they're looking for new ways to grow, and you say, let me show you this, let me show you this, you'll have the same exact experience that we have every time we do a seminar and show this, people go, oh. And then the ones that already have assistants, Deb, walk up and go, my assistant's not doing any of that stuff. We say, well, you're gonna have a healthy tension conversation when you get back to the office, it's gonna be great. But that's not the game today. You're looking for agents that need this one. Here's what a buyer's agent does. I have a client I'm working with right now, he has 21 buyer's agents. I said, you're in office. He's like, no, I'm part of Cole Banker, and you know, I've got 21 salespeople on my team. All I wanna do is go on three to four listing presentations a day, which is about what he does, you know, five days a week, and then negotiate and deal with his clients. He goes, but I've got 21 people out there. I'm generating all these leads, signs, recognition, everything else, email marketing. He's got like 15 ways he generates. But you know what, when I showed him this, he was like, oh my God, like my buyer's agents are only doing three or four of these. If we can up the ante, we can increase conversion, we can make more money on less leads, and everybody's happy. Does that make sense? You guys want to copy this stuff? Yes. Are you sure? Yes. Okay, so Todd, I'm gonna to give them to you and you, you decide. Sell them for a lot. <laughs> I, I know Todd, he'll do something fun. But this is the hottest deal going. How many of you are talking to agents and maybe you have an inbound sales associate working for you? A lead nurturer, a client care coordinator. We're seeing today, guys, the very best agents, right, the ones that we're working with, they're like, Tom, we got lead generation down. I said, well, yeah, we've been working on it for 10 years. Like, so now, bless you, bless you. Now we have lead generation down. All the money's in lead conversion. You guys with me? It's all about this, guys, ready? Five leads come in, we only ever speak to one. That's about the norm today, you with me? Even with a 10 contact, 10 day follow-up campaign, which is what we teach, lead comes in, you try and get to them instantly. If you don't, 10 conversations or 10 attempts to get them in 10 days, and even then, then I just put them in my drip campaign and we're gonna follow up on them eventually and get them. But out of that five, you only get one, and out of the five that you actually talked to, which took you 25 to get there, guess what? Only one buys. So if we can move the needle on five, becomes two. Do you realize the impact that has on their bottom line? Five leads, two conversations versus five leads, one conversation. It's ginormous. 
That's what this person's job is, to follow up, nurture, work with, talk to, and then eventually tee you up to either do a loan or to help that real estate professional, you know, have them buy, buy or sell a house. Oh, read that out loud, please. Okay, say it again. Okay, you want to know why? Listen, guys, I sat in this room in January of this year with about 700 of my top clients, and Darren Hardy was there, and Darren's like, you know, talk to me, hire more people, and you know this, and, and I showed up the next day, and I'm like, here's my concern. If you're just leaving this saying, hire more people, and you forget this one, only hire smart, ambitious people. Only hire smart, ambitious people. Only hire smart, ambitious people, because dumb people eat up your time and resources. How many of you know what I'm talking about? I still haven't figured out how to fill out this application. Leave the company right now. <laughs> I'm not sure if I'm comfortable sending emails or texting or doing video. I'm old school. Great, here's a fax machine. Go work with someone else. <laughs> right or wrong, guys? I love them. And listen, I'm very culturally careful. If I've got someone inside my office that everybody loves but they never do anything, I make sure it's a 90-day slow release and it's their idea to leave. I don't just walk in and hatch them. But you can't have those people, right? They can't be a part of your environment. Just hire smart, ambitious people, please. All right? Um, the big one. They focus on closing the gap. By the way, you're going to want a copy of this, because this is basically when you sit down with a real estate professional, this is your meeting. Hi, my name is Tom. I'm with ABC Mortgage, and we've been connecting. I met you on you know, Facebook, whatever, yada, yada, yada. By the way, I'd probably run a Facebook ad on this. I'd say, how big is the gap? between your goal and your reality today. If you're interested in closing the gap, let's schedule a 15-minute meeting. Let's talk about how we can, you know, some, you know, some kind of good USP, right? Something along those lines. But look at this. I, sh I show this to real estate professionals. I say, tell me on a scale from one to 10, how organized is your database? Guess what the average answer is? Three. 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 And guess what? Here's, an, here's a shocker. Only a third of all real estate professionals actually use a CRM. Only one third, and there's like 70 in the space, all begging you for free to $99 a month, right? All these companies, and yet only a third. So I say, hey, if I can show you a way to just get the database organized, then you can nurture those past customers in Sphere more effectively, reach out, and they go, oh. You know which one I love? Because I hate them all. Do you guys know contactually? Do you guys, who knows contactually? Raise your hands. Okay, check out contactually. Strongly recommend, I'm not an investor, wish I was. It's that good. It'll help them organize your database. It'll help you organize your database. The next one is I say, then I say, how, how good are you at contacting your customers? And you know what they all say? Oh, well, I see my friends all the time. I say, no, I get that. But how often do you reach out with a relevant marketing message? Values are going up. Prices are flat. Whatever that is to you, how often? And they all go, oh, I need that too. And then the third one, marketing, then geographic farm, open house conversion, online conversion, niche listing generation, generating appointments for listings, converting listing appointments. You give them this list, and you know what the agent begins to feel like? No. No, no, no. You know what they all say? I need help. How many of you follow this mantra of, if I help them, then everything else in my business gets better as well? Who's up for that one? So I would just challenge you to sit down with this list once Todd figures out how he's going to give it to you guys to say, you know, put it on your own letterhead, make it something special. I don't care. Do something. But when we sit down with the client, and by the way, guys, listen, we take on about 100 clients a month. Say, I want coaching. I want help. 100 a month. Half, they call us. Half our marketing efforts are getting them to say yes. We walk them through this, and they say, now I know exactly what I need to work on. And the agent that's an energy-sucking vampire who has no interest in this, 
We show them this list, they go, oh, I, you know, I'm not going to work on any of that stuff. Wonderful. Please go not work on it with another coaching company. Does that make sense? We only want to work with those smart, ambitious people that are growing. Now, oh, here's my last slide. They operate from faith, not fear. Has that been talked about at all while we were here? Okay, I got an amen. That's awesome. Okay, good. Okay, I appreciate that. Um, this is my 15-year-old man-child. He just started as a high school uh, ninth grader. He's the, he's the most analytical kid I have ever talked to. So watch this, Todd. Just, you know, proud daddy moment. Pick him up. By the way, he made the varsity team as a freshman. Is that cool? Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. There's only 38 kids on the school. It's a small little school. So don't get me wrong. I was like, I was like stoked. But I'm screwed now. Now it's Friday night football and Saturday JV football. So I'm actually in football hell right now. No amen on that. But he says to me, as I pick him up from school, which I've just you know, thoroughly enjoyed doing after football practice, he gets in the car, he smells. It's just full man-child grossness. And I'm like, roll down every window, want to get the car washed every day. And I'm like, how's it going, buddy? And this is to show you how analytical he is. Dad, something happened today. I said, well, what happened? He said, I was uh, walking through the quad. And you know, Hannah Lee? I'm like, yeah, yeah. The girl that you've known since like, you were in kindergarten and I hang out with her parents every weekend? Yes, I know that. She told me that there's a bunch of girls that think I'm good looking. And I go, I go, well, that's, that's awesome. Have you seen your mother? Like, you know, I married well. Like, this, you know, it's, yeah. And he goes, I'm not exactly certain what to do about that. Like, that's how analytical he is. You with me? So I say to him, well, you know, the Hama Hama dance is coming up. And that's where the girls ask the boys. And he's like, like a look of terror is over his eyes. And I said, so Michael, like, let me tell you how it works. Like, you know, she, she or a friend will ask you for, like, they'll have an ISA who's trying to convert the lead for you, and you're the lead. He's like, okay, I get that. Like, show me a spreadsheet. I understand. And I said, so, you know, you, they're going to ask you, and then you guys are going to, like, get a limo, and you're going to go to the dance, and you're going to have dinner beforehand. And I, I can see his palms are sweating already. I said, Michael, what, what's the issue? He goes, I, I wouldn't know like what to say. And I said, okay, so let's just, you know, let's just say, and we're like listening to music in the car and we're driving back to the house. And I go, Michael, you know, like, you're on the dance floor. Like, just, you got to think about things that are interesting to you because you got to be who you are. I said, so just, let's just all be the girl. Just say to me what's on your mind. And he was like, I'm really deeply concerned about what's happening with Obama and ISIS right now. And I don't think we have a true strategy to... I was like, bro, you might need a date a freshman in college. Like, that's how he operates. And I, you know, I love him to death, but this is my snuggler. Do you guys all have a snuggler? Yeah. Who, who has kids in the room? I don't care how old they are. Like, he's, yeah. he's like 13, and he's got like a beard that's coming in. And I'm like, dude, get in here and snuggle. He's like, dad. I'm like, I don't care, I'll spoon you. You're my boy, like, I don't care. So when I say to you operate from faith, not fear, he's a tennis player. And I had the, the wonderful opportunity to occasionally try and coach your children, which is, Scary, right or wrong. So he is playing tennis, and he's been playing for many, many years, and he plays like 16-year-olds, and he's a big kid, and he hits the ball really well. He practices like three hours a day, like he's into it, you know? So he starts playing these older kids, and he's just getting his butt kicked. And when you get your butt kicked afterwards, you walk around going, I'm alive, excited, and full of energy. Yes or no? No, when like four loans fall apart, and one of them was yours, right? And it's like your house, and like everything is just, ah, right? And you're having hallway sex with your spouse. You guys know hallway sex? Just walk by each other and go, screw you, right? Like, that's, that, that's it. 
You guys know, you guys know hallway sex. Put on your list, close that loop. No more hallway sex. So I'm sitting down with Steven after he just gets his butt kicked and I say, look, you know, I kind of work on this stuff. There's a mental toughness edge that you're missing. So I'm in this conversation and I said, get out your notepad that Jamie, your coach, that you actually listen to and flip to an open page. And I'm going to tell you, there's just some things you can do to get yourself mentally right. And I give him things like, Todd, a mantra, a pre-routine. You have to make sure you eat for energy. You got to hydrate, you know, all that kind of stuff. But most of it was just about up here. Right? So all of a sudden, I'm, I'm with him in the car, and I go, like, for example, like you should go, I now command my conscious and unconscious mind to be able to serve aces, to be quick to the ball, to always hit away from my opponent and close out the match. So I make him write this down, right? So you know, if you've ever had a 13-year-old boy, I say, could you read it for me? He goes, I now command. And he's fully mocking me, doing it only because I'm the only way he's going to get home. You with me on this? I'm the key to food for him and survival. So he's reading it, but the whole time he's just like, right? But I say to him, look, we're going to do it every time I drive you, man. We're going to do those affirmations. I don't care if you do them like this, which is what he did. So he's going, he's going, he's going. And, and you know, we're playing in these tournaments, and he's getting his butt kicked. And I think at a certain point we finally go, enough is enough. Faith, not fear. You with me? Enough is enough. I've got to stop being such a control freak. I've got to give in to the coaching. I've got to, I've got to just accept that I'm on this planet for a reason and it's bigger than the issue I'm dealing with now. And this 13-year-old boy has that moment and he's playing what I refer to as the Asian assassin in tennis. The kid comes out with a Nike headband on and he's like, what the? Like he's just one of those guys. And my son sees him. He's like, okay, it's the finals. Here we go. And all of a sudden he's down three to two. And I know the pattern because I see the shoulders and I see the physiology, and I'm like, Ugh. I'm in Cyprus, it's four o'clock in the afternoon, it's 400 degrees outside, and he's already given up, and I see it. Do you guys see it? He goes over to his tennis bag, opens up, I see him go through his notes, and I see him go like this. And I'm like. And I look at my wife and I go, this could get good. Like, he's just pissed off enough to finally do something about it. I go, but don't get too excited. So I, I can't give him any visual signal, like I know what he's doing, so I'm just like talking to my wife going, is he looking at me? Because I need to act like I don't know what's going on right now. And he goes out, and now as he close out that match 6-3, he beats the kid 6-0 in the next match, and wins, and gets his first trophy, beating a 16-year-old, winning the entire tournament. And of course, you know, I'm like trying to be cool which is ridiculously hard for me in that moment as a geeky, proud dad. And he you know, immediately runs over, grabs my wife, and says, don't tell dad. <laughs> but I read all those notes, and I finally got it. Like, I've got to get myself right before I can do anything. That was the moment. That was the moment, by the way, that thank you. I appreciate that. That was the moment that I want every single person in this room to have sometime between now and the end of this conference. And whether it's with my dear friend Steve Harney or a man that I respect so immensely with Todd and all the other great presenters, but we've all got to have that moment where you just go, you know what? Stop fighting and just accept. You with me on this? God bless you guys.